How's the weather over in Seattle there, Andrew? Oh, the weather outside is weather. Um, I love that it's movie. It's fine. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, uh, it's been overcast lately. Uh, pockets of sunshine here and there. Pockets, pockets uh, full of sunshine. Nobody? Okay. It's the karaoke episode. I love it. <laughs> and soon, but Neil no, will be singing country. I will not. Plans are optional. This is our 14th episode. Marty bringing us in. At this point, we're just a mold left unchecked on the podcasting universe. Uh, I'm Andrew, joined by Marty and Neil. No TJ on this podcast as well. Big surprise. At this point, she's. <laughs> at this point, she's. She's, you know, a mythical creature. She's the Sasquatch of our podcast. The Loch Ness Monster. Yep. She certainly is. <laughs> two was that two two attempts and two two failures That's, to bring this is attempt, else in. This is attempt three. The week I was is gone, it? last week, and now this week. It's three. Three strikes. Okay. And then how does the ba- how then, does baseball go? Well, she's originally supposed to be on it anyways, right? So it should have been the first episode counts as another one, four strikes. I think she contributed. I don't think she was supposed to be on that because she didn't want to be in the podcast originally. No, I think she wanted to be in it because she didn't contribute anything. (laughs) Yeah, she was chirping at Neil from the sides. That wasn't contributing the podcast. That was just. Listeners, giving listeners, husband a hard time. Go back and listen to the first episode and get our our listens up and see exactly what happened. I'm curious. Oh, and also, if you go back to the first couple episodes, there's a little intro there saying, "Hey, we are plans are optional, and you did find the right podcast." Because I know a lot of people probably run into that problem. They think they're going to listen to us and find out it's unresolved plans or some bullshit like that. Yeah. Which uh, I did take. I mean, we're not the only podcast that went and did that. I I took your advice, Andrew, or and listened to all the podcast reviews, reviews podcasts, and he also had to go back and do some renaming, rebranding. <laughs> so we are we are not alone in our endeavor of having to rename our podcast. No, no, because he was a iTunes reviews reviews podcast for a while there, and then. Can't have iTunes in Apparently, there. You can do that. Yeah. Uh, by the way, no re- reply yet because we both re- uh, post on the same day, so we haven't heard a reply from him on our review. But I think we're going to come in at a solid four out of five stars. Uh, considering every review, spoiler alert on his podcast is five stars. I think our review will also be five stars. Okay, that's you know looking at data and coming up with a solid theory but i'm sticking with four now what do you think the, this is the review of our review of his podcast about reviews about podcasts <laughs> or him reviewing us i have no idea <laughs> were you listening to the conversation at all yeah i just don't understand what we're waiting for Let's, what is he reviewing our podcast it, he will eventually but hasn't been released yet ah okay so uh yeah i'm gonna go with 
with five. He's going to give us five stars. Because it wouldn't be justified to give us anything less, really. It It's really funny listening to that podcast because he goes through a lot of the same issues that we were going through at the very beginning. And then he kind of chooses not to fix them or be proactive. And it's just really comical. I, I think it takes him like 14 episodes to get... Um, uh, thanks, Andrew. Um, to get to where he has any substance of anything in this podcast. Sorry, Andrew, just making comments on the side and distracting me. I was just, I just kept hearing this thing. Uh, yeah, I, was like, I mean, it's ironic given what you're talking about. Um, but yeah, there's someone making clicking noises in the background. <laughs> I didn't know who it was, so I thought I'd just put the message out there, and then all of a sudden I... There you go. Marty gets all red in the face. Thanks, Marty. Uh, okay, anyways, that's pretty, back. Hey, that's pretty impressive, Marty. That was quick. You're a quick pen, mm-hmm. you're a quick pen flicker right there. Yeah. You know, uh, Boris from uh, GoldenEye is my uh, idol. You know, one, two, three, spin the pen, one, two, three. Arm the grenade, you know. So, ooh, somebody's somebody's opening a can, and it's distracting me. Okay, well, I only opened a can once. I didn't go through an entire dialogue, flicking the pen around, playing Wipeout on my desk. Well, I'm now sitting I'm... here like a Zen monk <laughs> in a monastery on the top of a mountain. It's because you're a professional, That's Neil. Right. There's no noise in the background. It's perfect recording. I this fidget is... with things, okay? It's going to be my best That's hour. That's what I do. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, how are you guys' weeks? Uh, just somebody shoot me. That's my week. I hate my life. Is that good? Is that good enough? the podcast no no it's not good enough probably not you need more info than this yeah so my animals are the most insane things to ever enter my life and um they continue to just create so much chaos in my otherwise already chaotic life um my dogs have escaped three or four times this week my one of my Huskies figured out that one of our fences is a little old and rotting, so she's been smashing it to pieces, um, running away, making it all over the city, basically. We're driving all over the city to different people's houses to collect her, and um, I spent most of my day on Saturday fixing a fence, putting in chicken wire, putting in this mesh thing so she couldn't climb it. I go to work today, I come home, and she has, instead of going out the fence directly, she scratched, completely scratched down, which is quite impressive, uh, This the, the post, the wooden post itself, which I didn't put chicken wire around because, you know, this is a thick piece of wood. She ground it down to the point where she could get in at the, into where the wire was and expose a a weak point, and then subsequently begin to, you know, whack the fence again, and, and now there's another hole in the fence. So 
Yeah, it's good. Um, that's uh, that's it. <laughs> For everyone out there, don't buy huskies. They run away. That's all they do. They just run away. Oh, all the time. Andrew and I already don't like huskies that much. Oh, I love the dog breed. I mean, I'm not going to hold it against them. Yeah, they're just not the best choice um, unless you've got a lot of time to dedicate and um, they definitely need a friend, I think, because we only have two now and the other one kind of doesn't like this one. It's the younger one, so she kind of ignores her, making this younger one get kind of anxiety because she doesn't like being alone. So she's just trying to get out to, you know, explore or find us or whatever it is that's going through her head. Oh. So you can't be that friend? I, I can when I'm at home, but unfortunately I have a job um, and things to do. So I can't be, you know, it, as a family dog, like a shepherd or a lab would be something more suitable, I think. But it's too late because I have a husky. <laughs> so. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, we'll leave you there. You just sit there and wallow in I'll your misery. I'll just sit here and wallow in my my pet cemetery marty what about you how was your week uh it was a really long week um i haven't had a day off in a while again back uh covered somebody at the winery and then i walked in on friday at the winery and they were like oh oh we're gonna sell bottles of wine for twelve dollars and so they sold a lot of wine over the three days. And what I thought was going to be... What was the most? Um, guy definitely walked out with five cases of wine in one in one sitting. Um, now, granted, I also walked out the weekend before with five cases. Um, but at my employee price, which was significantly cheaper than what he paid... Um, but five cases, you know, 12 bucks. And then he bought a few that were at 15 bucks a bottle. So um, it was almost a grand. It was it was impressive. And the, the thing was, is that wasn't the only transaction that was like that. I mean, it's good wine. It's just we're doing that. So it's just created for a very busy week. Um, but that was kind of the big highlight, um, I, I guess work is a highlight um the other thing uh because we're talking about trivia um and my friend passed away uh two weeks ago today um last week at trivia uh randomly a board game that he and i used to play uh came up in a trivia question and when i mean obscure games it's like uh i would very obscure, random Star Wars game um, with little figurines. And it was a question regarding some rule rule in the game. And it was like, how does anybody even know about this game at all? And lo and behold, it was a question in trivia. So that was kind of a cool moment. Um, what was the game? Uh, Star Wars Epic Duels. So Star Wars Epic Duels. Uh, so every you you pick a, a character and you get a figurine and then a minion. So like, um, 
if you're the emperor, you get like a different, I guess the emperor's not, but if you pick like Darth Vader, you get like two stormtroopers as your minions. Um, and if you're Luke, um, Leia is your minion. And so, um, there, there's different rules and you do different actions based on the cards that you draw. And so, um, the map that you play are the different, uh, epic duels from the movies, but you can pick different characters and have them be, um, move around. And so it's really random game. I still have the game, um, but I haven't played it. Oh, I think the last time I played it was in college, like my, one of my early years of college. So, um, maybe I'll bust that out sometime, Andrew, um, and we'll play that. But, um, just like I said, really random that that game, uh, would come up in a trivia question. Um, especially with, uh, his passing so recent. So, um, there you go. That was kind of my week. We got second in trivia, so I'm kind of disappointed about that, but, um, coming for first on Wednesday. <laughs> okay. That's the takeaway. <laughs> coming for first on Wednesday. Yep. Have you ever used our podcast name as the name of your team? No. So the that's a free that's a free advertisement opportunity, right? There. Well, I kind of got roped in and asked to join the team uh, randomly one night, and then because they learned that I'm good at music rounds they and other random things they were like you you can't leave they already had the team name and it's stuck okay but the you have bargaining power here okay you're in a negotiating position they're the ones that want you yeah okay um i mean they sent me a text just like once once a month okay once every three weeks use the name they sent me a text this morning they were like you're gonna be there on wednesday right like (laughs) Um, uh, but our team name is stuck in middle school cause it's all people that work in middle school in the middle, in the middle school I work at. So, um, it's not a very good name. Nerds. It's not a good name. Plans are optional. It's a better name. Absolutely. Yeah. Plans are optional podcast brought to you by Marty. Marty. The rocket. And every time the rocket you, league team, every time they read. Could be, but every time they read the scores and they say the name, you have to stand up and wave your hand like a princess in the middle of a parade. Yeah, and every time you don't know the answer, you just answer it. Plans are optional podcast. (laughs) So that then they keep reading it over and over. At least the... uh, Subversive. Quiz host will. Although uh, I will say that this past week they had probably my favorite round of trivia I've ever like been a part of and it they were movies described as pornos hmm, that all right hit us with an example interesting oh shoot <sighs> come on it's the most amazing thing you've ever been a part of you mess around i know but i but i can't remember the <laughs> you bring this the, up i'm gonna title for an example um I'm gonna. I'll, I'll maybe I'll Google uh, example or something and see if I can find one. But I can't think of any right now. Um. Okay. Well, what about your week, Andrew? How was your week? While Marty looks that up. Um. Sorry, I was fixing something. Okay, so my week was good. I guess I uh, I didn't watch Good Omens. That's pretty busy for most of the week. But 
I remember last week I said I was going to go to the motorcycle show and talk to you guys about uh, motorcycle soccer, right? Yeah. Turns out motorcycle soccer is only on that one weekend. No. So, <laughs> I made the executive decision I wasn't going to go to it. I didn't really, I didn't want to go too, too bad. That was the only thing I really wanted to see. Um, I went to a few Mariners games this weekend, which was fun. And one of them, uh, one of them, I just went with some friends, and then the other one was uh, a Reddit does Mariners, so Reddit sub forum there for that I use for Mariners baseball, and you never really know what you're going to get when you go to one of these things. Right? Who's going to show up? I had gone to one back in maybe 2016 or something, and it was, it was all right back then. It was fun, but I figured this time, okay, I'll just pick up a ticket. Uh, could be a good time and i had forgotten entirely about it until i realized i had two tickets on the same weekend coming up here so a lot of baseball but i show up i'm like the second person there i was like oh no one's gonna show up which is fine the guy i was talking to was real cool he went to the same university i did uh, and then we realized everyone was meeting up at the bar which makes more sense that you would have to drink in order to meet strangers. Right. <laughs> but uh, it, was, it was a good group. It was fun. Uh, Mariners lost. That was disappointing. What else um, is new? Get out of here, Marty. <laughs> <laughs> I went to uh, a friend had a birthday party at a brewery I'd never been to. That was really good. Uh, Tacoma Brewing. If anyone is in the Northwest and want to check it out, I recommend it. Two thumbs up. Very cool. But yeah, no, I didn't watch. Did not watch Good Omens. Um, I I don't. I didn't do much of anything during the week. I was a boring boy. Yeah, I don't. I did not watch much TV here either this week. Um, I know we said we'd watch Chernobyl, but I didn't. Um, <laughs> too busy but chasing huskies over happen. the city. But um, true. other than that, yeah, I have. It does look great, though. I'm definitely interested to watch it after all the positive uh, reviews and comments it's been getting. I, I started rewatching The Expanse because I finished the first book in the series. Mm. I love The Expanse. Did, the book, the first book was really good. I'm excited to start on the second one. Yeah. How many books? There's like four books, is it? Or three? There's seven? Seven, okay. Cool. I think. That's cool. Hard to, uh, hard to tell so far in the first. <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited for the next season, which I assume must be coming up pretty shortly. Because um, it must have been a year now since season three. I know it got canned and picked back up, so it might be a little longer. But hopefully soon. Hopefully. Uh, yeah. I don't know if we... We, we got to get Marty to get caught up on it. On what? On what? Yep, he's just... He's not listening he's to anything we're saying. He's Googling on his school computer <laughs> something about... Something about pornos. <laughs> describing regular movies like pornos. No, I'm actually trying to look up the rounds from last week on the trivia website. So, thank you uh, for accusing me of doing something that I know I shouldn't be doing. But <laughs> I'm still going to accuse you. I don't care. You just found a workaround, that's all. Um, <laughs> but what we were saying, Marty, is you need to watch The Expanse at some point, especially before the new season comes out. Okay, 
I will do that once yeah, Neil watched Chernobyl. Okay. Ooh. That's easy. Yeah, but the experience is way better than Chernobyl. It is, and it's a lot more. So you get the best deal. You get more of something better. <laughs> I really like oh. Chernobyl, so we'll see. Um, I did want to bring up Good Omens. Uh, did you know that there was a petition going around for Netflix to cancel Good Omens? Yes. Did you guys hear? Did Andrew, did you hear about this? Is it? Uh, isn't it on Amazon Prime? Yep. Yep. <laughs> okay. There's the joke. I get and, it. And uh, yeah. Um. So, oh, in response, Netflix said that they would not make any more episodes of Good Omens and abide by their <laughs> subscribers. To which, um, I think it, Netflix or Amazon replied that they were going to cancel Stranger Things. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, it was some Christian group or something. That yes, was, that was mad about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what were they mad about? Uh, the depiction of the angel and Antichrist, s- and... some something like that. <sighs> Feelings. Yeah. Okay, that's funny. That that's good banter back and forth. I'm I'm happy Amazon got in there and said they're canceling Stranger Things, but Stranger Things is coming up here in the next week, isn't it? Two weeks. Uh, oh, really? July fourth. Yeah. Except that um, it's going to be cool, interesting, because you remember in season two of Stranger Things, they had that one episode that was absolutely abhorred by everybody, which was the test episode for how they were going to go ahead and make the third season. So no doubt they didn't do it. Um, anything like that, uh, based on the horrible feedback they received. Um, I didn't catch any of that. You didn't catch that. So you remember no. you remember in the second season there was a there was an episode when it was actually outside of the town and it was like in the city and um it had uh, it was so it was it was horrible. Um it had uh new characters, those like the I, I can't even remember what the characters were now, but you remember they went into the city and there was like a they were driving in the car and they were they they were staying in like some some abandoned warehouse and oh okay yes yeah, yeah I remember and so they were all totally different characters it was totally off the pace of everything and that was I like that oh you did because it it got <laughs> such amazingly like negative negative feedback as being just absolutely horrible and they were going to introduce those characters there so they could bring them in as part of season three when they talk about stranger things being more in a, in a more urban setting. Um, so yeah, that I'm guessing they didn't do that, but yeah, I suppose if people don't like it, but yeah, uh, I, uh, see, that's the problem. I don't, I wouldn't want to cater to what everyone wants. Sure. Cause then I wouldn't have the opportunity to tell the story I want. Right. Right. And I don't think anything has its chance to be the full potential of it's, taken over like that but i guess i can see you know but, where they're coming from i mean the producers uh, they're in it to make money so yeah they're not gonna back something that um it's just a it's much more risk right much more financial yeah risk. yeah for sure yeah 
Absolutely, yeah. It's hard to get that money to back you. So. And I mean, I, I, the thing is that they could do that well. I thought it's just that that episode it, it didn't fit with the rest of the of the season or season one, and it it wasn't. It was a bit cheesy, um, but they doesn't mean they couldn't make it good with eff- with some effort. Um. So, secret time. Uh, I I haven't even finished season one. Not well, that's even. all right. You have to worry about the expanse, and that's about it. Either you have to either watch the expanse or SG one. Expanse or SG one? Yeah, take the expanse because not that SG one is bad, but the expanse is new, newer, and um, probably a little more different to. I that's trying to give him the easy option. There. I was probably going to go with the expanse because that's a less of a commitment, and I don't want to watch that much TV during the summer. Since we were talking about TV shows, um, I I did start watching a new tv show i wanted to talk to you guys about um first of all have you seen the movie chef starring john favreau nope neil have you seen the movie no 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 all right so a little backstory on the movie chef it's john favreau he owns this restaurant and he's the, the chef and he kind of blows up at a reviewer and it essentially kills his restaurant. And so he has to lose his job. He gets down on his luck and everything. And um, he's divorced and he has this young son. And he's looking for a way to connect with him, but he loves food so much. And so, but nobody will touch him or give him a job or anything. And so um, he just decides to make a food truck. And he flies to Florida. He's in L.A. He flies to Florida and buys this food truck and revamps it with his son. They come up with a menu and they make Cubano sandwiches and then drive the truck back across the southern United States. And they're selling Cubano sandwiches. And then they end up back at Venice Beach. But they go through and they're traveling through the south and like learn about ribs and all this other food. It's really good movie about you know father and son connecting and um whatnot and finding his passion and what he's doing so on netflix they actually just started the show called the chef show which is john favreau and the chef that he used as inspiration for his character and story who started his food truck and they trained and made made this movie and they're half hour episodes they're six episodes long but like one episode um, is like Robert Downey Jr. makes an appearance. Tom Holland makes an appearance. And so um, Gwyneth Paltrow makes an appearance in another episode. But they're talking about food and this other stuff. And it's really good. And one of the lines um, in there is that there's so much culture that's just tied into our food. And like if you think back to like your family's food and like a home cooking, like there has do you guys have anything that you that your family makes and that's like home for you so like for me i have this thing called (laughs) drugan noodle and then also crop rope um that we make and crop rope's like this little like bread pouch with cabbage and hamburger and onion and stuff in there and it's baked and it's really good uh 
<laughs> yeah, definitely. My family, the most uh, culturally influenced food we had were wiener boats. I don't know if you're familiar with those. I am not What familiar <laughs> with a wiener, wiener boat. boats. You just have a hot dog with a hot dog and you have, have it split down the middle. You have mashed potatoes on it and then some cheese. Oh, that's not going to lie. <laughs> the kids love it. I like the sound of that. <laughs> I thought you were going to go somewhere with a pride joke in there somewhere, Andrew, because it's pride month here. Like, no, no, that's a national <laughs> food we ate. <laughs> that does sound, that sounds good. Sorry, is that with the bun or no bun? No, no bun, no, no bun. bun. So, okay. so it's kind of like bangers and mash like we would have in the UK. Yeah, except, except it's instead like an of Oscar the Meyer. sausage in the <laughs> potato, it's the potato yeah. and the sausage. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. It was, I mean, I'd eat them to this day still. I'm just, I never make them. All right. What about you? What's your go-to childhood memory for food? That dish that made you think of home? Uh, For me, I mean, um, there's a couple, but uh, I mean, shepherd's pie is a, is a, (gasps) is kind of a, um, you know, everyone in the UK has their, their shepherd's pie right so everyone does it differently but it's like meatloaf in america yeah exactly mm-hmm. kind of like meatloaf <laughs> um my wife's uh family make really good meatloaf actually um although they're by way of jamaica uh they have some interesting stuff they have juk which is a that's a chinese um kind of gruel type soup thing and then uh goat curry is also a big one that um my wife grew up on uh, but yeah, for me, bangers and mash and uh, sausage hot pot was another one, which was kind of like these weird sausages cooked in this kind of like weird, like um, just sort of gravy sauce, also with potatoes. Um, yeah, but then being English, by the time, I think by the time I was about nine, all I really wanted to eat was Indian food. So because we got, right. we got my life too we got taken over by by indian cuisine and and it became our national dish and that was literally every corner there's an indian on every and probably the best thing to happen in your country apart ever. from me leaving yeah <laughs> for, for, for them for everybody else yeah <laughs> oh now i really want some I go from some curry yeah what's your favorite kind of curry what do you go for when you do indian uh, I'll usually get like a, a lamb sog. Okay, lamb sog. Yeah. Nice. I, I don't know. That's like that's my go-to. If I'm going to a new place, I have to see what they have for their their spinach dish. Yeah. I say I've never had lamb sog. That's I've never had la- the lamb, any of the meat with spinach, always just the cheese or the potatoes. Oh. Yeah, but that sounds good actually. <laughs> I love lamb, lamb, lamb. Um, they do this lamb really is great. good place here. Yeah, like lamb, lamb, um, madras stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Have you have I ever taken you to that place in Puyallup, Marty? When you've been here, uh, we went to one Indian place uh, when we went to nope. Avengers. That's the only Indian. Place that that was up in Federal Way. That's the only that Indian place we've been to. Okay. Yeah, that's the one up in Federal Way. That one's okay. I went by the other day and I thought about that. I left it there. <laughs> <laughs> you thought about it. Nice. Thank you. Thank you for thinking about that. That was so thoughtful of you. 
there was there was this good one place we used to go to in Santa Barbara when we lived there and they had this lamb pepper masala dish which was very unique and uh we we left this left town and we went back one day and I was like you know we should just go and buy like a few and put them in the freezer because we couldn't get it so we went there and I spent $300 on lamb pepper masala. I bought like 25 orders of it and had like, you know, four giant bags full of the stuff. Filled my entire freezer with it. And uh, it was awesome. Just ate that for like a month. So, yeah. Oh. Guys, I highly recommend. Anyways, Marty's trying to guess to I, I watch the yeah, show. Yeah, I kind of. It. <laughs> They're half-hour episodes. They're really good. Um, like, I talking about food and other things. Like, they make a grilled cheese that's phenomenal. Like, one of the things in the movie is this grilled cheese at the end of the film, and they actually go through on how to make it. And apparently, people send John Favreau Wait. grilled like pictures of grilled cheese sandwiches all the time because of this film. And so they go over how to make it with Bill Burr, the comedian, and he's like this this is the only reason i wanted to be here was to learn how to make this grilled cheese because it looks so good wait wait hold on what's so special about the grilled cheese uh there's like four kinds of cheese in it and it's done in a certain way like and how he does it it's it looks delicious and just it's amazing like you you have to check it out highly recommend it maybe i'll try to do it you should Okay, I'll try to make this four cheese grilled cheese done the special way cheese cheese sandwich. And it's episode one. Just say no. That's where they do it. Episode one. Um, if you could just find the YouTube clip of the sandwich, I'd appreciate that. Uh, I think you should just watch the episode. Yeah, but just the sandwich. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. You won't be disappointed. Mm-hmm. It's it's it. I probably won't be. Um, I love those kind of shows. I do. I just they have to hit me in the right mood. I don't feel like I'm in the right mood for them. I am in the right mood for a sandwich though, and just a YouTube sandwich clip. I mean, go for it, Marty. You're useless. I'll find it myself, or I'll just watch the episode. Yep. Do you have a good article this week? Oh, I got so much to talk about. One article, one good article. So, um, I already told Andrew we would not talk about the poop tornado, the tornado of poop in Massachusetts. Um, so, Neil, I have an article about Danny DeVito, our newest embargo on our thing that we're cutting off from Iran as tensions escalate and that answer will surprise you um what germans are doing to um rid evil of the world and then also what russell crowe is doing or has Did you said rid evil of the world or rid the world rid the of world evil. of evil sorry evil of the world <laughs> so uh which uh, of those would you like to talk about danny devito i, I like danny devito so He's always a good source of conversation. Okay, so 
this is going to be followed up by a question because the article really is just kind of a, a thing to think about. But apparently there is an online petition with 30,000 people that have signed this thing to cast Danny DeVito as the replacement for Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Think about that. I, only 33,000 people? 30,000. That's nothing. I'm just saying it. It's growing. Yeah. So my question. It's low, but it, it, maybe it'll pick up some steam after a little bit of press. Yeah. After we put this on our plans or optional this face- podcast, Facebook it'll be 30, page. 30,004. <laughs> I... <laughs> Even if it picks up steam, it's going to be all in jazz. You mean 30,003 mo- because Neil's not going to read the article and he's definitely not going to sign Probably not, but he'll be there in spirit. I've already signed it. I'm one of the 30,000. Well, and this article that I found is actually published on May 24th, so it actually might be more now. Um, But Wait, so you haven't signed it yet? I haven't signed it yet. Um, So you're not that passionate about it. Yeah, I did see mention of this, and now that you mentioned it, I vaguely remember seeing something, and I skipped by it quick. Um, Sounds like this movement has already lost steam, guys. But think yeah. about this. Here, here's the thing. Wolverine, according to the comics, he's only supposed to be like five three. Danny, De- Danny DeVito is four ten. So he's like, too short for the role. No, he's closer. He's closer to the. <laughs> he's closer to the height. Some quick math there, Neil. He's closer to the height than Hugh Jackman, who's like six foot. Is he six foot? Is I don't he, know how is tall he, that he is. Tall? I mean. Um, but he's got the crazy hair. He can play an older Wolverine. I mean, like, so my question. I mean, if they were going for like a full on, you know, out of shape. What about fitness? <laughs> yeah, like Wolverine, it would work great. Yeah. Um, yeah. So my question uh, is, um, take this with what you, I mean, you could think Danny DeVito is perfect for Wolverine. You could think it would be the absolutely worst choice ever. But we can all agree that there are some people that are perfect casting. Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool. Heath Ledger as the Joker. Um, you could even go Jack Nicholson as the Joker. You can have an argument either way. So what would be kind of your spur of the moment like perfect casting if we were to do things over say for since we're redoing Marvel or we're redoing Mutants or anything. Who would you like to see uh, play Professor X or Magneto or any mm. of the X-Men? Who would be your perfect cast? I don't, I'm not sure. Uh, but talking about perfect casting, Maggie Smith as Professor McGonagall. I'm just going to throw that out there. Mm-hmm. All the Harry Potter people. Um, okay, well, so and- I, we have to start. We have to start down the list if we're going to talk about. Well, and- recasting the X. Can you can you, you know, think of anybody just... better for Hermione than Emma Watson? Uh, I'm I think sure she's pretty replaceable. <laughs> Honestly, get out, get out she, right now. I I, I, no, I I think at this point she's not. But at the beginning, like yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Yeah. It's like yeah, yeah, now we know her for that. But that could have been anybody. But Maggie Smith was perfect. Yes, oh my that, God. that that was a good casting. I mean, there was some really good casting in Harry Potter. Um, hey. We're, st- we're recasting X Men right now. Oh, I'm Can't sorry. get off track. Jeez, Louise. <laughs> yeah. There was 
we could talk about Harry Potter. I know one of our listeners, uh, Christina, wants us to talk about Harry Potter. I'm just holding off until times are rough. I mean, we could recast Harry Potter. <laughs> we can recast Harry Potter, too. Um, I think, I mean, if we're talking Harry Potter, like casting, I think um, the Wizarding World and the, the, the Fantastic Beasts, I think they should find some way to get Anna Kendrick in those films. I think they're missing out on a... Why? Who doesn't need more Anna Kendrick in their life? I can take it or leave it. I'm not in love like, with her. I could see her as like an American equivalent to Emma Watson. What? And if if you were to redo Hermione as an American, I would I would put my vote towards Anna Kendrick as being the Hermione equivalent if it, it was Americanized. Obviously, it's not going to be Americanized. Hermione is British. Like I'm just saying that she could fill a role that is similar to Hermione or Hermione-esque character in an Americanized or American character like they do in the Fantastic Beasts. I'm not sure I'm following you on that one. I don't know. The problem with this whole this whole <laughs> exercise for me is that I don't really follow um, actors enough to be able to pull them out of my ass and say this name and that name. It's um, good, but... Okay, are we gonna do Harry Potter or X Men? Let me. I got. I got to focus on one. Okay, let's do, do whichever one because I probably won't have much to add. So whichever. Oh, you'll find something. I doubt it because I don't know really follow many. Okay, we'll allow you to pull people from your real life. From real life, okay. And then you'll be able to tell them about the podcast and get them to listen to it. Okay, sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> Good news, so Marty, I, uh... Marty Magneto. <laughs> Perfect. Because of my magnetic personality, I, it's just a it, it alliterates. So it's, it's it's yes, and that I'm not yeah. Professor X because I'm bald. Like, well, I don't think you should have a beard if you're going to be if you shave. Sure, we'll go for that. Uh, James McAvoy had a beard in Days of Futures Past. Okay, okay sounds like we're doing <laughs> X Men. Okay, all right. So let's start with Magneto because we already have Marty. As Neil's choice. <laughs> Magneto. I would choose Sean Bean. As Magneto. Ooh, that's, that's a good choice. That's an interesting choice. He's he's one he's a long standing villain. You can't kill him off. Sean Bean deserves to live in a role. Alright? Yeah. He deserves to live. He deserves to live, yeah. <laughs> so who would you do as his foil, Professor X? Who would you what would you do in that? I don't know. You gotta pick your Magneto first. I've spent all my talent pulling out names from the ether here. <laughs> um, you know what? I I think I will go with uh, Professor X on on that one. Um, Professor X for me is we're not gonna do um, uh, Patrick Stewart. We're not gonna do James McAvoy. But it has to be um, a, a British actor. And now I'm just realizing that I don't know a lot of young British actors. Um, but. What about just humble dink bunkle bonk? Um, but actually, <laughs> um, one that I would like. <laughs> um, 
one that I would say could could do a pretty good could do it pretty well would be um, the actor who played Moriarty in the Sherlock um, series. Who, by the way, I know I mentioned it before, but he was the one of the romantic interests in that Fleabag uh, mini series, and he was absolutely fantastic like i liked him in homes but man he is a good actor he's mm-hmm. very good i was like wow like it, it was amazing you should watch it jason statham as <laughs> professor x <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome uh, all right what about uh what other characters can we pull out here rex man i mean that's all there that's in it that's <laughs> those are the only ones <laughs> we did them all yeah that's the only two i really remember what about the rest uh, of them were just filler weren't they what about cyclops he's kind of a captain america-esque character scott summers that's the character Ooh. for our listeners well, who don't know for our listeners who don't know i'll pull neil out on that one if he uses you for magneto i'm using him as scott summers I'm gonna be cyclops yeah Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. I have a bit of a dodgy left eye anyway. <laughs> oh man. Uh this is this is tough. Um, you know. Um I, I think Cyclops is tough because in the movies, again, you're gonna tell me I'm wrong, Marty, because you know way more than I do. But he wasn't a particularly well featured character, was he? No, but he, the actor, was decently well known. He just didn't get picked up in bigger movies. Um, he didn't oh. become a big star, um, but he was in um, the Westworld show. Um, oh, was he? Which, yeah. Who was he in Westworld? Oh, that was what's his name, right? The the the, um, the cowboy. Yeah, who is? Yeah, yeah. The love interest of of. Uh, What's right. her name? I... Yep. That, that guy and narrows that it down. Yeah, yeah. That, those two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know the one. He's also in the other movie. He gets shot by the man in the black hat at, in like the first episode at the farmhouse. Yeah. Actually, that's going to drive me crazy. It's like Mark Madsen or something. Madsen is is the last name. Um, are they, are they going to redo the X-Men series now? Because isn't there... Yeah, I think that's what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Okay. Anywho, I'll let you guys muse on that. And because I want to talk about um, uh, Russell Crowe. <laughs> um, Hold on, just just for the audience, because it was bugging me. Dolores, and then it was um, Teddy, right? Yes, it was Teddy. It was Teddy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So let's talk about Russell Crowe for a second. Um, apparently Russell Crowe, uh, this is updated today. Um, he was out drinking and, um, like all good Australians. Yes. Yes. He was out drinking and he decided, cause you know, you, when you're drinking, you, you sometimes make impulsive buys. And so he bought a dinosaur head from Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay. So my question for you guys is what is your biggest drunk purchase that you can, you know, 
Santa podcast. And, <laughs> and tabs at the bar don't count. Tabs in the bar don't count. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> impulse buy. Damn. You're like, oh man, I need this from Netflix, like or not Netflix, Amazon or whatever. It's a hard one for me because I don't usually buy things when I'm drunk. Because I'm drunk, I don't need anything. I have everything I need. I need everything. Um, yeah. I mean, drugs is something I would often buy if I was drunk. <laughs> I don't know if that's allowed. Oh, it's absolutely allowed. Yeah. yeah. Expand that's, upon that. <laughs> oh, that's allowed? I mean, Jeez, young, impressionable yeah. listeners here. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think we I mark ourselves E for explicit in case someone says anything like "fuck." Yeah, or something inappropriate. Sorry, Mark. Like I just did. <laughs> I, I I don't think I have actually any large yeah. impulse buys. Nothing while, pops to mind while anyway. drunk, but I'm not really a big impulse buyer, anyways. Um, really, the only shocking thing, like I said, are tabs that I realize. You spend a lot more on the next day. Yeah. The tabs are the killers. They're the ones but, that you're like, "Oh my god, what the hell did I just do?" You know, it's not even that bad anymore. It's uh, you know, back in college, I went to school in Idaho, and so a big night was like twenty dollars. You know, you can get ten people wasted on that if you did it the right way. Right. <laughs> and here, and here, twenty dollars is like maybe one drink. So I don't really have too many uh, too many of those anymore. All right. Um, what about you, Marty? Well, this Do you have one? this doesn't go down as my biggest one, but this goes down as like my most random one. Um, my friend Kristen and I, uh, we're doing some wine tasting, and we we're talking about her job, and she just described it as putting multiple puzzles together. And I don't know why I thought this up. Um, but I was like, you know, you're drinking. That's why it's like, you know, if you buy a puzzle from the same company, you would think they're not going to buy like two things to cut different puzzles. If they're the same shape, like the same distance. So you have to find, we had, like, we have to find two puzzles that are same dimensions from the same maker. And we immediately Amazoned and looked up these puzzles and we found, uh, two gradient or ombre puzzles or three. We actually found three and in Kristen's looking this up, she accidentally hit the buy now button. And so we immediately bought three puzzles of different colors. And when they all came, Kristen's husband didn't really know it at the time, but he was going to be roped into also putting together one of these puzzles and then we were going to switch different puzzle pieces and put them together and mash them up together and put them all together. Okay, so you put all three puzzles together and then started switching them? No, no, no. We sorted literally every puzzle piece of the 3D puzzles based on how the points are, what the shape um, is. Wait, it was 3D puzzles? No, 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 no. Gradient ombre puzzles. So they go from like orange to red or orange to yellow blue to green and black to white. Um, and okay. so like you have the traditional puzzle piece where it points out on either end and then the middle part um, that the little knobbies um, go in inside. Um, 
when there's ones that have the knobbies on all four sides. And so we sorted all right. of those pieces and turns out there's like eight different cuts for puzzles pieces. I didn't know that until we sorted them all. For that kind, yeah. And uh, we sorted them out and then we took a stack and we passed them in a different direction. So we took like one stack and we and everybody grabbed the same stack and we passed it to the left. And we grabbed another stack and we passed it to the right. And then dinner. Holy shit, Marty. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? <laughs> See, I would have I would have put all the puzzles together as as they were and then started swapping pieces. Yeah, no. Um the one rule that we did do is the border of our puzzles was all the same, but then we switched corner pieces like the the edges so that we each had a corner. But so the border was right all the way around. Um no matter what. And so did you guys save and frame these puzzles? No, that was that was the goal. We were going to do that. And then uh, Kristen finished her puzzle. She got the black and white one by far the easiest. Uh, her husband grabbed the the orange orange to yellow one. And out of like the second night that we were working on this, he just like up and quit and walked away. And so his puzzle is not very well, well finished. Um, my puzzle is about three quarters of the way done um but then they moved away and then um i had to move out of my house that i was renting and then so after they're... all of that you sobered up <laughs> yeah uh, yes multiple <laughs> weeks later because didn't um, this all started from a drunken situation right yes so yeah. this guy is are all the puzzles are currently on a board in a storage unit um just waiting to be put back together so not the biggest purchase, but definitely uh, after that, uh, Kristen's husband was like, yeah, you two are never allowed to go hang out with uh, me again. <laughs> go, go do, go wine tasting and make a de- decision like that. <laughs> so there you, there you go. I mean, it was fun. We were going to hang them and mount them and everything, but then they moved to Alaska, so you know i mean I, I applaud your commitment to follow through on a drunken idea um i never do that but they it would they die the, with they usually as i sober they die the the concept worked though uh Kristen's puzzle fit together my cut of the puzzle which hmm. was also the hardest um is slightly off so it's making it more difficult but the concept works that this hmm. will one day all the puzzles will be put together like this and they're and this is because they use the same cutting machine at the same manufacturer that makes the different puzzles yes and uh yeah. the last time i went to montana i was walking through a store um and then i found that there's actually more of the gradient there's more puzzles like that in different colors <laughs> I don't know if I'd want to do gradient. If I was going to do it, I'd want to do like half and half or something. Um, yeah, that would be super cool because then you could do a really interesting like effect maybe. Yeah. If it was more like a pattern. Well, like and alternating. There was shapes. a there was a post on Reddit where it was like a portrait of a child and it was cut in similar things and they had two of them and they sp- spliced them out and it looks. Mm-hmm creepy (laughs) i will i will share that post but um 
yeah, no, I, that was. That qualifies as a drunken purchase. Okay. Well, this week, listeners, I want you to hit us with what was your biggest purchase while drinking? Impulse purchase while drinking. And also, I'd like to know from our listeners, if they're going to recast X-Men, who do you want as Professor X? Who do you want as Wolverine? And who do you want as Storm? There we go. I like it. So, uh, joke of the week, guys. You ready? No. Nope. On the way out? No. Nope. On the way out? We'll see you guys later. I'm ready. What, I'm ready. What, what, what do you call a crafty pig? Oh, God. A cunning ham. I don't. A cunning ham? Cunning ham. That's Jesus Lord. There you go. Wow. And while you're all soaking that one in, okay. remember you can find us at Optional Plans on Twitter. You can answer the questions there, or you can answer the questions on Facebook at uh, Plans Are Optional. Mm-hmm. You can go ahead and do that. And just, oh, Marty. You're welcome, world. Consider that punishment for Neil not singing his country song. Well, I, I would have sung if I hadn't redeemed myself, but I did redeem myself. Uh, where's where's TJ at? She's elsewhere, but I did everything I could. I can you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. I I think you can take us out with some country roads, some John Denver. Come on, just a little bit. If I knew how it went, I'd give it a shot. How do you not know country mm-hmm. roads? Oh, mm-hmm. country roads. Where I belong, West Virginia. Is that the one? Yeah. That's the Keep one. Keep going. One. There you go. I did it. I did it. <laughs> no, see you next Mama. week. <laughs>